Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Morgan's Farm to Table Studios, we bring you today's edition of The Howl. Morgan's Farm to Table is located on County Road 42 and Nicollet in Burnsville. Taste the difference, award winning. The Howl would like to welcome you to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other, featuring all teams and all topics on everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is also a proud member of CLNS Media Network and can be found on clnsmedia.com, as well as Podium, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The Howl is also produced with thanks to our wonderful supporting partners, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, and Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. I am the half rack of ribs of the radio world, your host, Kevin Draves. To my right is Aaron McPick 2 Groshong, the producer of the show. And usually to my left, but not here with us this evening, is Rob Happy Meal Hess. He is the jack of all trades for the program. Third quarter is 2K all day. For this segment, we have a restart going back to last offseason before the draft and the Jimmy Butler trade. Can we fix all of the issues that Tom Thibodeau has created? This week, we are also giving away a copy of NBA 2K18 for Xbox One or PS4. All that you have to do to win is live in the U.S., subscribe to the show on iTunes, and leave a rating and a review with this week's secret keyword. Fourth quarter leads off with the Howell Hardwood History, followed by Can Kevin Cousy. Third quarter on the Howell here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. For anyone that's not aware, this is our 2K All Day segment brought to you by 2K Sports. Make sure you listen in this quarter for our keyword this week. Our keyword is going to be something that fits with the topic each week. And the way it works is if you have that keyword, you're then able to go on to iTunes, leave a review with that keyword listed, and then you are entered in for a chance to win a copy of 2K18 for Xbox One or PS4. 
So definitely something to keep in mind and make sure you listen into this quarter here. Now this quarter, we are going to try something similar to things we've done in the past. What I've basically done is we're starting in uh, the off season, the 2017 off season. So when 2K, when you're doing the My League, you do have two options. You can start in the off season and you can be pre-draft, pre-free agency, and you can do all that, or you can start at the beginning of the 2017-2018 season. So they do give you both options to go uh, as to starting points. Now, I'm doing this for a couple of reasons, so we'll see how this works out. I do think we have some kind of cool options if we start prior to uh, the start of the season. Maybe we don't want to do the Jimmy Butler trade. Uh, maybe we want to try different starting lineups, different bench lineups. We definitely have some more flexibility. Uh, given kind of the under fire that Tom Thibodeau is right now, he's kind of on that hot seat, whether that's with fans, whether that's with experts, I think this is kind of a cool option uh, just to kind of go in a different direction than the franchise has gone. And we can take a look at things like the draft lottery. Maybe, maybe we get a little lucky. Um, maybe looking at the staff, sign a different coach. You have a lot of different options. So we're actually in the off season currently, and we're starting off with the actual draft lottery. So for anyone that's not aware, obviously the Timberwolves are sitting at the odds to get the sixth pick going into the lottery. In real life, obviously, we did uh, drop just a bit. So the cool thing about 2K is they give you two different options. You can skip the lottery entirely and just kind of let things happen. Or you can go through and actually go pick by pick, and they'll tell you who's drafting where, which I think is a pretty cool feature. And and they kind of go through and make comments on it as well. You have uh, Mark Date, Mark Tatum, the deputy commissioner, going through. So far, we're uh, we're gone through 14 and 13, and nothing's changed. Uh, and they also have a reporter that kind of makes comments. So it's it's kind of a cool feature. I do like the way they present the lottery. Maybe a little better than what you see on like ESPN. I like that they show the team that it's supposed to be, and then it kind of breaks through with the team that it ends up being. Uh, and so far, we are holding to form. And what's cool, so I've done you know, millions of these draft lotteries, and I would say what's cool is that you don't have, it's not like craziness where teams are always jumping up, but every so often, as you've seen in the real lottery, you will have one of those teams with lesser odds that jumps up. Now, we're starting in the last offseason, so it is just with the standard rules. But you will see as you're kind of going through the years, you do sometimes get changes to the lottery. Maybe the top 12 teams. Maybe it's just uh, the top six teams. Uh, it changes uh, pretty frequently uh, depending on how the league's meetings go. So that's kind of cool. So we're uh, up to pick nine so far, holding to form. No surprises. We'll see here at number eight. Yep, still no surprises, which is good. As long as we get through pick seven, the nice thing is that means we're not dropping backwards at all. So this is kind of the last one we have to hope for. Is it the Knicks or is it us? It is still the Knicks. So we are either sitting at six or we have moved up. Uh, that is the Wolves, obviously. That is the team that we go with in these simulations for the most part. Here we are, six. Are we moving up? Time to find out. Nope, we're stuck at six. So nothing wrong with that, though. Um, we're sitting pretty at six. You're going to get a good player. We did make the decision to go with the 2017 draft class. They do have other options available. You could choose to edit your own draft class, uh, which is something that we're actually looking to do down the road, maybe for this uh, upcoming draft. But uh, for now, we did just go with the standard 2017 draft class. The nice thing about that is 2K does a really good job of building players. So 
Here we are, the next step, which is the staff. We are obviously getting rid of Tom Thibodeau because, let's be honest, no one likes him. I mean, even virtual Tom Thibodeau is not a good coach. So we're looking at kind of who's available. I'm going to go... Uh, so for anyone that's played this game before, there's there's two guys that I like to target. Mike D'Antoni is a good option for anyone that watches the actual NBA. Obviously, he does a lot of good things, and so that'd be kind of a cool piece to build around. So we're going to grab Mike D'Antoni, or try to anyways. The key to remember with coaches or anything that you really want to get, so head coaches, trainers are really important. You always want to make sure that you raise their salary quite a bit, and you always want to make sure to give them the full amount of years that they're requesting. So... For example, it starts off with kind of the base salary and then one year. You want to go to four years generally, and you want to boost that salary up. So they have what's called an interest meter on all these coaches and all these staff members. And so even when it gets to the end, in many cases, that's not going to be enough to get them. You need to actually go above and beyond. So for head coach, for any of the positions that you really feel are important. So in my case, I really like head coach and trainer as far as positions that tend to be really, really important. Um, and then uh, you can kind of go up from there. And a lot of it depends on your budget as well. We have a pretty large budget at the moment, so that kind of helps to give us a little extra leg room as far as what we're able to offer some of these guys. Uh, one coach that, that is really good, and I like to make him my assistant and then eventually a head coach, is uh, Trent Peterson. Uh, he ends up working out really well. So that's one guy uh, definitely to consider uh, when you're looking at uh, potential head coaches down the road. And he works really well as a assistant coach to start off so that's kind of a interesting way to go and just a name maybe never not everyone is familiar with unless you play a lot of 2k now we're looking at trainers there is uh jimmy lynch ends up being one of the better trainers in this game and again trainer is huge you can have the best trainer and even with that still have a lot of injuries so it's always key to get the best trainer because if, it, if you're getting injuries when you have the best trainer think about how bad it would be if you had one of the lower end ones so we'll advance to the next day. The only person that has not accepted yet is Peterson. He's still mulling. Uh, let's hope that he ends up accepting, and he does. He does end up signing with us. So we got everyone we're looking for, and we're pretty good to go. So now you move on. Now, as far as I'm concerned when I'm doing this, I do skip the draft combine portion. But for anyone that's a big draft guru, uh, it is actually kind of cool. And I do love the draft, but just in terms of time, we're skipping that. I do like to jump to the pre-draft workout. So again, we talked about in the past how 2K is so incredibly accurate. My trainer just red-flagged Harry Giles. For anyone that actually is aware of who Harry Giles is, he currently in real life plays for the Kings, but it's flagging him as an injury concern, which in real life he was. So very cool. And it does say they consider it serious. They say do not draft him. So that's something to keep in mind. Another guy that they have flagged is Tony Bradley at center and his knee. So both uh, serious injuries, and it's cool because they're telling you maybe stay away from these guys if you can. So I do go into the pre-draft workouts. Now, for my money, a lot of these guys have already been scouted towards the top of the draft, which is really nice. I tend to scout only younger players. So I'm going to go in and find some younger pieces that I like that are maybe decent in terms of their rankings, and then I will go based off of age. You get 12 invites for your pre-draft workouts. So we're going to go with Luke Kennard, Zach Collins, OG Ananobi, Jarrett Allen, Bam Adebayo, Ante Zizic, um, Justin Jackson. I'm going to do Harry uh, Giles just because he's only 19 years old. And I have seen in this game he sometimes can get good, so it's worth actually watching him. 
Justin Patton's another name. Obviously, uh, the Wolves' actual draft pick. Uh, we have Terrence Ferguson. And then if you go down the list, there's some, there's some pretty good names. Uh, Semi Ojale, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant is a guy that, for anyone that has listened to us in the past, he ends up being a really good player. So I think we'll stick with that. That'll be our... Well, let's see. That's only 11. So our 12th guy, uh, we'll go with uh, Zhao Chi. He's the uh, center, a young player. He's only 21 right now. Seven foot two, seven foot eight wingspan. He's currently with the Rockets. So uh, we'll take Zhao Chi, and we will move on to the actual draft. To the actual draft. Remember, this is the Howl. You're listening to the third quarter, our 2K all day quarter, and this is Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Now I have simulated to our pick at number six. Um, let's take a look. We have been uh, offered uh, 22 trades. So we'll take a look and see if anything's actually worth keeping at this stage or making trades. Uh, Dario Saric, we've been offered. Uh, Chris Middleton. So uh, Denzel Valentine. Dwight Howard in a first. Uh, I'm not a big Dwight Howard fan, but that's something to consider. Hassan Whiteside. Let's see if we've got anything else that's actually worth considering. Uh, Buddy Heald and Garrett Temple's not bad. Joe Kim Noah and pick number seven from the Knicks. My guess is that if we had Tom Thibodeau still, he'd probably jump at that. Uh, Julius Randle and Larry Nance. That's not bad. You know, uh, not 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 great or not awful trades, but I'm not sure there's anyone jumping off the page. You know, Gary Harris and Jameer Nelson, I don't hate that trade. You're obviously not looking to hold on to Jameer Nelson necessarily, but Garrett, Gary Harris, just 22 years of age, he's an 80 overall. I kind of like that. There's some Andre Drummond. So we definitely have some decent offers we can look at. I think in the end that we'll probably end up drafting someone, but let's take a look and see who's available. So we had uh, Josh Jackson went number one to the Suns. Markel Fultz went two to the Hornets. Uh, the Celtics took Malik Monk at number three, which uh, if you remember how the draft went last season, obviously uh, that's much sooner than he went. Lonzo Ball went four to the Kings. Donovan Mitchell went five to the Magic. So in this scenario, the Magic are understanding just how good Donovan Mitchell really is. So that's kind of a cool deal there. So we're sitting at six. A lot of really good options available. Let's take a look at who's kind of at the top of our board. Uh, Lowry Markin is, is definitely one of my favorite players. Had a great uh, rookie season. He'd be one guy to consider. I think where we're at, we want to take a look and see kind of who has the best potential in this draft. Uh, so Dennis Smith Jr., Jonathan Isaac are two of the, the top guys as far as that's concerned. And I think we're going to have to pull the trigger on that. I'm going to go with Jonathan Isaac. He's a 79 overall. He's 19 years old. Let's see here. He's, sorry, 75 overall. You know, Dennis Smith Jr. really jumps off the page, actually, now that I'm looking at this. So Dennis Smith Jr., 19 years old. He's a 79 overall. I, ugh, man, it'd be tough. it might be tough to beat that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, Jason Tatum. Uh, Markkanen's another one that's really high up there. So there are some pretty good pieces. Uh, man, physically, I just really like what Jonathan Isaac brings to the table for the Wolves. He was a guy that I really wanted last season. What you know, what I might try to do now is we'll look to see if there's any trades available because if we can possibly free up some more room based on who we already have. So in this scenario, keep in mind, we do have Chris Dunn still. Obviously, we have uh, Tyus Jones. We also have Zach Levine. And Ricky Rubio. So the team looks a lot different uh, the way we're sitting now. Point guard's not going to be a big need necessarily. Uh, either is shooting guard. Uh, actually, based on what we're looking at as far as need is concerned, I do think Lowry Markin actually makes a lot of sense. 
So we will, hmm, this is a tough call. It really is. We've done we've done this scenario in the past where we've grabbed Lowry Markin and just to kind of see where we're at. So I think we need to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go with Jonathan Isaac. We'll see what he has to offer for the Wolves going forward. And I think we'll kind of stick with most of the team. The one thing we'll try to see is, so we, we do still have Cole Aldrich. And in this game, Cole Aldrich does have some value still. So we might be able to get something for him. You know, he's 28 years old, and we'll see if there's someone. Maybe there's a taker out there for like a, a second-round pick or something later. And if there is, I think it's worth exploring. We have 19 trade offers. Nothing really jumping off the page. Uh, you know, people are willing to trade us two second-round picks, which isn't the worst thing, actually. Um, Chinanu Onowaku, he's only 20 years old and a 67. We definitely have... These aren't terrible offers. I'm definitely not taking Myers Leonard and his three years, $32 million. Uh, That's a little too much for my money. In fact, I think what we'll go with is the Sixers. Um, basically, Cole Aldrich uh, for one second-round pick is what it ends up basically being. Uh, there is like a swap of picks also. So we will go with that uh, to get him off of the deal. And then we, get, we also get ourselves another second-round pick, which is kind of nice, given that we know a lot of the players in this draft class. You can definitely get some sleepers, and so I think that's worth exploring. Now, I will say in this scenario, because this is the start of the offseason, Pekovic has not come off the books yet, so he is still uh, technically listed on this team. So we will look to see what we can move on from him. You know, you're not going to keep him, obviously. Yeah, there's not a lot of options for what you're getting there. In fact... Just to keep uh, the game a little kosher, what we'll do is we'll end up just dropping him because that's that's more realistic as far as what actually would happen in real life. One guy that really struggled this season, and if we can get out of his contract right away, it'd be kind of nice to be Gorgie Jang. So this, if you look back, this would be before last season. And at that point, while Gorgie Jang was probably getting overpaid, he at least was performing well, whereas this past season he really struggled a bit in terms of what you were actually expecting. So we will see if anyone's willing to take him on for anything worth anything. Um, so far, a lot of crappy deals. Austin Rivers, I'm definitely not taking him. Marvin Williams, Miles Plumley. I mean, a lot of these are pretty, pretty crappy trades, unfortunately. Uh, the Utah Jazz are actually willing to give us a future first. And in fact, I think that's going to be our best option here. So we're going to go with, uh, oh, the Spurs. No, actually, the Spurs now, they're willing to give us a, a pick for next season. So... I think that's actually a really good option because picks that are sooner end up being more valuable in this game for good reason. Uh, it's It kind of goes back to that old saying, would you rather have a dollar now or would you rather have a dollar 10 years from now? So we will take that trade. So Gorgie Jang is off of the books, which for anyone that follows the Wolves, they realize at this point the Wolves are trying to move on from him if they can. Um, so it makes a lot of sense to go that route. So we're coming up on our second round pick that we had traded for. A couple guys that I really like actually just went the pick before. So OG Ananobi just went. So we're going to have to do our best to see if we can trade for him. Now, one of the things that happens sometimes is a guy that goes right before your pick, it's pretty common that you'll get offered him in the draft. So we're going to see if that happens here. Uh, hope We got 22 offers. If OG Ananobi gets offered to us for that pick, we are taking it and running. That is a fantastic pick. And if you can get... You know, that's a what a draft that would be. If you get OG and you also got, yep, and there it is. OG Ananobi is being offered. So we will take that trade. 
So we end up basically drafting OG Ananobi with our pick. And that is, let's see, that is uh, the last pick in the draft because the Wolves did not have an actual second-round pick of their own. So we're going to sim to the end here. I mean, that's as good as it gets. You come out of this draft with Jonathan Isaac and OG Ananobi. That's an absolute home run. So now we're moving on. So after the draft, we sim to the end here. And now we're moving on to the next steps, which would be rookie signing. Uh, we're going to obviously sign both those players. Uh, we look at player, team and player options. We definitely decline Jordan Hill's player option. Nobody wants that guy around. Maybe Tom Thibodeau does. Um, Shabazz Muhammad, I'm gonna, he's my guy. I'm going to keep him. So I'm going to extend that qualifying offer to him in hopes we can bring him back. Looking at who is available on the offseason. Now, obviously, you know we're aware of who the Wolves ended up signing, which is Jeff Teague. In this scenario, we're not doing that. We're not bringing Jeff Teague in. We're not looking to probably make a big splash with a lot of these players. With Tom Thibodeau gone, we're definitely not bringing Derrick Rose in. So we have a little bit more flexibility in terms of what we need. We're sitting at 10 players currently, uh, but we do have some cap room, which is nice. Because we haven't you know, signed any of those massive deals yet. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has not signed his massive deal yet because we started in the offseason. So we definitely have a little more flexibility here to see what we can do. Um, taking a look, one thing you can kind of do when you get into free agency is sort by age. And you can take a look and see if there's some guys from this draft class uh, that could be good additions to our squad. One guy we're going to definitely look at would be Thomas Bryant. Uh, he ends up getting really good in this game, and he's, he's very young. So he's a guy we're definitely going to negotiate a contract with. Uh, we'll like to bring him in for you know four years. The one thing to keep in mind is guys are going to decline right away if you offer him four years and the minimum. That's just not something guys, especially young players, are going to say yes to. Sometimes you can get uh, older veteran-type players that will agree to that, but you're definitely not seeing it from the young guys. Um, E.K. Anabogu is another guy that I really like from last year's draft class. Uh, we'll get him locked up for four years. So, again, we could go after some of these top-line uh, free agents, but I do kind of like the, where the Wolves are at. And in this scenario, we're just kind of going off of uh, trying to build for the future and kind of seeing what we can get sticking with a lot of those players that we had last season that went elsewhere and performed really well. Let's see. So just to kind of tell you where we're at, so we, we uh, offered Thomas Bryant. We offered E.K. Anabogu. We are in the moratorium period, so we do have um, only three offers a day when you're in the moratorium period. Uh, Terrence Ferguson's another decent guy we could possibly offer. So we've already gotten a power forward and a center. Um, and I think to round it out, I think I will go after Terrence Ferguson, just another young, talented player. Again, uh, four years, you want to give them uh, more than the minimum. So I usually go to about $2.5 million uh, per, per season. So that's three guys. We'll take a look and see who's willing to come. So Thomas Bryant says yes. Uh, EK and Terrence, they all agreed to stay here. Let's see. We're looking at uh, who we have available. We're definitely not going to keep uh, Omri Caspi, Adrian Payne. Brandon Rush, and Jordan Hill. We're renouncing the rights to all of those players. Uh, and we'll, in fact, I'm going to renounce the rights to Shabazz. If we really want to bring him back, we can. Um, at this stage, I don't think we need him, given who we've been able to uh, sign in free agency. So let's see. We're on to day two. Now, the one thing to keep in mind, if you get these players to agree and then you notice that your player total is still the same, that's only going to be because uh, it's the moratorium period. So you're getting guys to agree to deals, but they're not actually signing on the dotted line until free agency actually begins, which is exactly what you'd see in real life. Um, in this instance, we're going to kind of uh, just cut through the moratorium period, get to free agency, 
just kind of take a look at who's still available. So we're at 13 players now. You can go up to 15. Uh, guys that are available still would be like George Hill, uh, Joe Johnson, J.J. Redick. Uh, I, I think I will take a look at J.J. Redick just as a veteran uh, presence you could bring in for a few years. I, I'm going to try to bring him in, and we'll see if, if he's going to come. Let's take a look. We did offer him a decent uh, four-year salary. He did decide to go to the to stay with the Clippers, so he did not like what he saw here. Now, in real life, I know we've seen reports that he did uh, he was willing to come here last year. Obviously, that didn't work out. We did not make him an offer, but that would be one guy. Uh, maybe this coming off season in real life, uh, you, you wonder if we look to a player like him. Not a lot of great options. Uh, we do still need some players. So one thing I will do, and this is really crucial towards the end of your bench, is bringing in quality veterans. So I definitely try to look for three-point shooters. So I'm going to see if Kyle Korver would come in for the minimum. Now, again, he is a veteran player, so he actually might accept a long-term minimum contract. It looks like he's not willing to take long-term minimum. So we'll see if we can get him for four years and maybe around $3 million per year just to see if that's something he would take. And then let's see who else is available. Joe Ingles would be a guy I think that's worth uh, pursuing. If we can get him in uh, for a decent salary, I think he's a good option. He was a big Timberwolves fan favorite last offseason. So if you can get him for a, you know, not too, not too overpriced, I think he's worth it in this scenario. Uh, we do end up getting Kyle Korver and Joe Ingles to agree, and that actually rounds out our roster. And you get him at a, a pretty good bargain, I would say. So moving forward, that's our 15 players. Now, jumping ahead, you can scroll through the offseason. And what we like to do here on the Howl is go to training camps. Now, remember, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is quarter three, the 2K all-day quarter here on Dash Radio and on the Howl. Now, at this point, I think this is a good option for throwing out the key word. So the key word this week is going to be draft class. Because here I am at the uh, Miley screen where I get to choose what I want to do. In this scenario, we are going to load a draft class. But so draft class, uh, that's two words, uh, is going to be this week's keyword. Now remember, you'd go on to iTunes, leave a rating, and leave a review. And in that review, write draft class. And then you will be eligible to win a copy of 2K18 for Xbox One or PS4. So that's draft class. And to be eligible, you do have to be in the United States. Uh, so keep that in mind. So the cool thing about when you're doing the draft class picker, which is where I'm at right now, you have old old drafts, you have new drafts. In this instance, we're going to go with the uh, the top 2018 draft because that's uh, what next season's draft is going to be, and we will pick that up. And now they do ask you if you want storylines to be generated. What I do is I do say no. While they say it makes it more unpredictable and interesting, I like to give the author of the draft class a chance to really shine as far as being able to make the players as close as possible to uh, their real-life counterparts. So now we're on to the training camp, one of the most important uh, sections of the game as far as building a franchise. So untapped potential. And when you go into there, you scroll all the way to the right, and then you go to potential, and you can look at all the different players and see – who has what for potential? You know, so Carl Towns is an A plus, Wiggins is an A minus. Uh, Zach Levine is sitting at a B plus, so he is definitely someone that you want to send to a training camp. Get him to an A minus. Let's see, going down the list here, as far as players, uh, Jonathan Isaac is another one. He is already an A minus. So once they get into the A category, I tend to leave him just because uh, you can't always upgrade guys at that stage. 
going down the list, let's see. We have uh, OG Ananobi's another one that's good. To, he, so he's a B minus. So we're going to get him up to a B just because he's one of our good young guys. Uh, one player that is uh, in this game, especially in the scenario we're at, Tyus Jones is just 21 years old. So he actually would be a good option for someone to send to training camp as well. Uh, but the guy we're actually going to choose to send is going to be uh, Thomas Bryant. And we're sending him just because in our past simulations, he has become absolutely fantastic. And so I think he's a good guy to throw a training camp at this stage. So now we're advancing to the next season. What we're going to do from here is we are going to simulate through this season and we'll come back at the end of the season and kind of give you updates and see where we're at, see how the team's doing. Now with the season closed, the Wolves finished 45 and 37. They took the sixth seed and, you know, 95% chemistry to end the season. They definitely would have been quite a bit higher, but both Zach Levine and Carl Anthony Towns for stretches of this season broke their leg. So not ideal. And like we talked about it last off season, how important it is to have the top trainer. Here we had the top trainer, and this still happened. So what's going to happen if you had a crappy trainer? It's not going to be good. Let's just say that. Uh, Jonathan Isaac did actually make second team all-rookie. Uh, very similar, though, to Zach Levine and Carl Towns. You wonder how good he could have been had he not broken his ankle at the end of the season. So uh, the Wolves definitely struggled a bit in terms of injuries. But we did make the playoffs. Unfortunately, just like in real life, we are up against the three-seed Houston. So uh, let's go ahead and we'll simulate this just to kind of take a look and see how the Wolves can do. Obviously, missing our big-name rookie is not going to help. Plus, Houston Rockets obviously are just a solid team. And unfortunately, we do lose in the first round. Uh, being injury-depleted does make a difference. Uh, some of the big performers, though, as you would expect, Carl Towns, uh, Joe Ingles put up some decent numbers, Andrew Wiggins, kind of the, the usual cast of characters. Uh, Ricky Rubio with a pretty typical game, unfortunately, for last season, which would have been uh, three points, five rebounds, and eight assists. Three steals. So six turnovers. That's a little rough. 20 turnovers as a team uh, in the final game, and uh, we did get blown out, uh, 122 to 107. Not exactly ideal. But for a first season, uh, while while the, uh, the team actually didn't seem all that amazing necessarily record-wise uh, compared to the real team, I do actually like the direction they went. And I, I like this team a lot better than I do like the current Wolves just because I, I think we're sitting with some, some nice defensive and just prospects in general uh, going into this offseason. So what we'll do is we are going to do one more offseason and one more uh, simulation of the season. Now, uh, the first thing that we simulate to is going to be league meetings. Everything did get rejected. The, the Going into last offseason, actually, we did have one thing that got changed uh, they actually have six-second violations now, uh, getting the ball past the half-court line, which is crazy. When you look at what they do right now, I always feel like eight seconds is pretty quick. So six is, is even more difficult. I have to imagine that in uh, the virtual NBA, I think that got called quite a bit. So uh, the things that were close, though, only 10 players from each conference named the All-Star team. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to pass. I've never actually seen that pass, to be honest, but it's close, 20 to 10. And... Uh, Shot clock resets to full duration when possession remains with the same team. Uh, and that got rejected as well, but it was close. Nothing else was really all that close. Uh, so then moving forward, we move to the draft lottery, which obviously the Wolves will not be a part of. But it's kind of interesting just to kind of see how that ends up. So the Wolves end up with the 19th pick. And that's from that trade we made last offseason with the San Antonio Spurs. The Wolves pick, just like in real life, does go to the Hawks, uh, sitting at uh, number 21. 
So instead of getting that Jazz pick uh, that we got in real life, we do get the uh, San Antonio Spurs pick. It's almost the exact same spot. So it's kind of a cool uh, thing that you're kind of getting something that's going to be actually similar to real life. Um, we move on to the staffing portion of the offseason. Now, we already locked up most of our staff. The only thing we have to grab would be assistant GM. We don't have a ton of money available because we really spent all out last season, but we do have enough to easily get the the best assistant GM if we want him, and we do in this case. It's Ryan Johnson. We should be able to lock him up uh, with a nice deal, and we are. So he has been signed. Now we're moving on to what we talked about last offseason, and that is going to be pre-draft workouts. And you have 12 pre-draft workouts uh, to look at. Um, obviously, there's some big names, DeAndre Ayton, Colin Sexton, Marvin Bagley, Michael Porter Jr. Um, I will say it's tough for anyone that, for anyone that hasn't done um, their own draft class. It, it, it's a lot of work. So I can understand why people haven't exactly gone out and gotten all the first-name talents or you know, first-name talents plus. So that's one thing to consider. Um, if you want to make your own, uh, no one's actually been able to take the time to really go as in-depth as you possibly could because it can take a long time. Um, but And we talked about this last offseason. That is something here at the Howell Radio we're looking at considering doing uh, for anyone that really wants this thing to be a little more accurate. We might put the time into our own draft class. Uh, so something to possibly look forward to coming up. So here we are at the NBA draft. We will, again, just like we did last season, we will sim to our pick just to save a little time because sitting through 19 picks or, sorry, 18 picks since we're at 19 uh, can get a little tedious. We have 23 trade offers. Uh, in this case, yeah, I might as well take a look, see if there's anything that's actually decent. Obviously, last offseason we got some pretty good deals as far as what we were offered on draft night. We got OG on Anobi technically from a trade. So far, most of what we're – someone offered us uh, Gorgie Jang. I'm going to pass on that for sure. Um, hmm. uh, Julius Randle, not a bad option, but I don't know that we need to put our uh, time and effort into that. Uh, Solomon Hill, I'm a fan of. Robert Williams is not a bad uh, pickup if we want to make that trade. I think uh, we'll stick with what's available uh, as far as the draft picks are concerned. We'll choose a prospect. I know one guy that uh, some Wolves fans are kind of enamored with, and I think just for the sake of kind of making this interesting, we're going to grab him, and that's uh, Grayson Allen. He is the uh, 22nd ranked prospect. Uh, he is older though, like in real life, 24 years old, uh, six foot five, six eight wingspan. Well, we will grab him. Let's make it interesting. So he is going to be our pick at number 19, and we do actually have a second round pick. So we'll go ahead and simulate to that and take a look and see who's available in the second round. Now again, it's a custom draft class, but towards the end of those draft classes, it's kind of tough to really get uh, really in depth. So you don't always get the names you might be familiar with in that second round. So this is pick 51. I'm looking at some of the trade offers. Nothing too amazing, although uh, Chinanu Onowaku has been offered us. He's only 21 years old. Uh, he's a 69 overall. He might not be a bad option for us if we want to get someone that's young but actually has some decent potential. Uh, in fact, we will do that. So Chinanu Onowaku, we will make that trade, pick him up, and then we'll just simulate to the end of the draft. So most of our team is pretty much set as far as what's available uh, coming up in free agency. We don't have a lot of needs, just given uh, what we did last offseason and then what we did during the season. So we'll see kind of how many players we're sitting at and who's available. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of moves that are going to be necessary. 
we'll take a look here. We signed Grayson Allen. Uh, in terms of the next option, we have uh, player options that we're looking at. So team and player options. Um, Carl Towns, we accepted his. Tyus Jones will accept his. And then Ananobi and Chris Dunn, we will accept theirs as well. I'm not a big Chris Dunn fan necessarily in terms of the game because when we're going off of uh, Chris Dunn as a player before this past season, it was all he had done with the Wolves, which wasn't anything great. Um, let's see. So we're moving on to qualifying offers. I don't think – let's see. The only thing we have would be Zach Levine, and we're definitely offering him the qualifying offer. You don't want to lose out on him. Uh, jumping into the moratorium. This is where it's going to be pretty important to make sure we sign our correct players. There's definitely some big names available. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is an unrestricted free agent, but we're going to need our cap space to re-sign our actual players. So you have Zach Levine, who's going to be a restricted free agent. We'll see if anyone offers him anything. I would think that they would. Uh, we can skip through one day. Uh, nope, and we'll, we'll keep a cap hold on Zach Levine. So we do have that restricted free agent tag that we can keep. Uh, through day two, no one's offered him a deal yet. So we might as well go ahead and see what we can get him for. Uh, looking at that four-year deal, we can even actually lock him up for five years. Um, let's do that, actually. We'll lock him up for five years. We'll see if he takes the bait, and he does. So five years, $127 million. Zach Levine has been locked up long-term. We're now sitting at 16 players. We will have to drop somebody. Uh, we did make that trade for Anawaku. So when we get to training camp, it might be a good option to just drop him because you cannot go into the next season over 15 players. So we're going to get this squared away, and then we will simulate the, the next season. Uh, before we do that, though, let me just remind people that we are listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the third quarter of The Howl. This is our 2K All Day segment sponsored by 2K. And we are going to simulate now up until next offseason, or at least up until the playoffs, and we'll give you an update there to let you know how the Timberwolves fared uh, in the 2018-2019 season. All right, so we finished uh, the 2018-2019 season. I have to make, take a quick stop at the superlatives. You'll enjoy this. So some of it's standard. LeBron gets MVP. Luka Doncic gets your Rookie of the Year. Willie Hernan Gomez, Sixth Man of the Year for New York. Uh, Draymond Green, Defensive Player of the Year. Dwight Powell, Dwight Powell, most improved. But the funny one is Coach of the Year, Tom Thibodeau with the Houston Rockets. Uh, so uh, you got to enjoy that. Carl Towns does make a first-team All-NBA. And you also have, I think that's actually, that's everyone that made the list. So we finished as the four seed. Probably should have been three, but we went on a little losing streak right at the end. So we're sitting at the four seed. We're playing the, uh, the Spurs, uh, who are the fifth seed. We'll see if we can make it past the first round. We have had uh, some injury issues this season. Zach Levine had a pinched nerve in his back earlier. Uh, so far, we're up 3-2. Uh, it's going to game seven. And we did move on. So, uh, and Now, above us, we have the 1-8, and we're going to play the winner of this. Uh, Golden State actually got taken to game seven here against the eight-seed Los Angeles Clippers. If the Clippers can pull it off, that's huge for us. Can they do it? And they can. The eight seed beats the one seed. This is the Wolves at the four seed. And we are going to be taking on the eight seed Clippers. And uh, down below, Houston, the two seed, is taking on Sacramento Kings, which are the six seed. Uh, uh, the six seed Sacramento Kings actually took out the Oklahoma City Thunder, which are the three seed in this uh, simulation here. So we'll see if we can take on and beat the Clippers. Uh, so we're down 1-0. The Clippers team must be pretty good. 1-1 uh, is what we're sitting at for tie. 2-1 Clippers are up. Man, this Clippers team must be pretty good. 
2-2. Uh, 3-2. The Wolves are up. Can they pull it off? Boom, we moved on. Uh, let's kind of take a look and see who's doing what. Um, let's see. We're looking at Timberwolves. Carl Towns has been solid. Jonathan Isaac, uh, 11 boards in that game in just 21 minutes is really solid. Uh, let's see. Rubio and Angles getting the assists, which is really nice. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, a pretty well-rounded game. Four rebounds, four assists. Uh, so a lot of guys are really contributing, which is nice to see. So now it's uh, us against the Rockets. We're the four seed. They are the two seed across the board. We have Miami versus Milwaukee, uh, the five versus the three. Let's see if the Wolves can find a way to pull it off. I don't love our chances against the Rockets. We are now down 2-0. We are down 3-0. We did pull one off. Uh, and Milwaukee actually makes it to the finals. So it's 3-1. Can we find a way to win another one? 3-2. We're putting up a fight. I really appreciate uh, what we've been able to do here this season in uh, the 18-19 finish. Uh, oh, we did get an eliminated in game six. But still, not bad. Not a bad uh, run for our Timberwolves. Again, just going over our roster here before we finish it up. We have Carl Towns, Jonathan Isaac, Ricky Rubio, Zach Levine, Grayson Allen, Andrew Wiggins, Tyus Jones, Joe Ingles, E.K. Anabogu, Chris Dunn, Terrence Ferguson, uh, Thomas Bryant, and Chinaki, uh, Chinaku Anawaku. So uh, a number of uh, solid players to build on. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's 2K All Day segment. Remember, you've been listening to The Howl, our third quarter, 2K All Day on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Coming up in quarter four, we have The Howl Hardwood History by everyone's favorite game, Can Kevin Cousy. Chat to the shit for the taking history and the making. I don't really wanna hear it. Rather you really you fake, I'm gripping wheel, nigga. Yeah, boy, I'm past in. Please just move out the way. I don't need that bullshit that you steady spilling. Call it out all of the dogs. Cause this shit, they steady fit. I'm just saying, this is all of the time. Please stay between all them lines. You plead the fifth. I'ma say what I'm saying. Sending them shots. Hitting them anyway. Calling the plays. Grabbing my genitals all in your face. Stand on pace. Two, fuck up the globe. The scene is crowd. Homie, get out of my face. All we really want is the money. You stuck. Move around feeling bummy Why you worry about that cutty? Ain't playing with the kid Like, 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 like Let me chill out Been building blast like a field house Swiping, no swiping Keeping all the mouths Been exploring this lane Ain't no backing down like, I've been here before But something's feeling different lately They can't take the shine This is what I've been doing lately Either you or me But we gon' make this shit so daily I've been doing everything They say I can do lately I've been here before But something's feeling different lately they can't take the shine, it's what I've been doing lately Either you or me, but we gon' make this shit so daily I've been doing everything they say I can do lately Lately, them thoughts my mom been trying to straight escape me Peace to it, out of my head, I make a break, they can move, but they ain't gon' shake me Fire in the hills, water in the kills, reinvent the wheel Till the sweat spill, blood spill, breath gone, move what they can't move through What they can't cut through when they lose Lose the loose and choose the boost and skip the truest groove Dudes is goons, move with troopers, skip who flew the coop Do what's due until it's dead and do a minute till it's dinner Found my center, splitter, get her dessert, then go to work Berserker lurk from Lake Street to the burbs Banging that life's cheap, screaming out like whatever words Hang out with our creeps, beaming ear to ear with the world Y'all fuckers sharp weak, we be anything, we do everything 
before, but something's feeling different lately. They can't take the shine. This is what I've been doing lately. Either you or me, but we gon' make this shit so daily. I've been doing everything they say I couldn't do lately. I've been here before, but something's feeling different lately. They can't take the shine. This is what I've been doing lately. Either you or me, but we gon' make this shit so daily. I've been doing everything they say I can do lately. Salute the crew, everything looking wonderful. Dancing on stairs at the hustle boost, living it up like I shouldn't lose. Taking bets, count them up. Time to drive for the winner touch. Bad chick who don't give a fuck. She says, I here, let me feel your touch. Giving it all you got, people, masses, and not involved. Hey, where's the keys to my car? Buying all the shots at the bar. Feeling loose, chilling with stars. Doing backflips on Mars. Feel like Serena Venus, where well, I'm the meanest. Nowhere close to a boss. Skirt, skirt. Nigga, we swerving. Hitting the lanes, not in the bourbon. They swear I'm so urban, they loving the style Your boy still wild, but where's my cloud? Hey, take the note, feeling like the Pope Cause every day looking like a blessing Laying on the clouds, won't come down But myself feeling like the dead Something's feeling different lately They can't take the shine This is what I've been doing lately Either you or me But we gon' make this shit so daily I've been doing everything They say I couldn't do lately I've been here before But something's feeling different lately They can't take the shine This is what I've been doing lately Either you or me But we gon' make this shit so daily I've been doing everything They say I couldn't do lately I'm in my mind so daily Locked in, trying to head to the great lead Swing right, better yet just think right Move in a tight space, don't mistake the scene twice Fell down, young nigga had to bounce back While the hood niggas lurking, shooting out back I'm performing at shows, looking for the claps While girls looking for you saying Where you at? Shit, I couldn't even tell you Life been on cruise control, trying to shoot the movie How I vision life should go Been a lot of different ways, seen a lot of different roads Boy, been dope like cold, blood related to the cold Summertime never goes, but you know I gotta go Call it how I see it, I'm just hoping that it never shows Still my ground like a pick and roll, you down the road Invested everything I can, never out the door To be honest, I ain't top of the line Been behind bars like your boy was shine. Hold up, tell me, what's your life? I have my ups and downs, but I'm feeling alright, alright? Been in my mind so daily Having all these crazy thoughts lately You win some, you lose some, you play the game Don't ever slip up, man, don't ever change Been in my mind so daily Having all these crazy thoughts lately You win some, you lose some, you play the game Don't ever slip up, man, don't ever change Don't ever change, don't ever change Don't ever change Check, look Went from a boy to a man Seeing what I'm doing, I'm just going through the plans Planning everything that I can with the words Growing up, living fast, just waiting on the curve Life is not rehearsed, calling on the strength 
tell me what's the word And do I finish first? Moving the strings, don't finish last, keep alert While I was holding on the pride like a purse Bit easy, Minneapolis till I fucking die now Stop looking back and I don't care what's behind now Females looking at us in the foes saying life goes Why the internet tries to tell you how life goes What's real, what's fake, homie, is it you? I know we getting brand new, homie, stay true I've been cruising around the city just looking at lights I've been digging deeper, just looking for wise Cooling out, laying low, behind the lights Trying to make moves, seeing shots so bright You know you gotta get it how it goes And if the people never witnessed, then the story never ever gets told True story Been in my mind so daily Having all these crazy thoughts lately You win some, you lose some, you play the game Don't ever slip up, man, don't ever change Been in my mind so daily Having all these crazy thoughts lately You win some, you lose some, you play the game Don't ever slip up, man, don't ever change Don't ever change, don't ever change Don't ever change Quarter four of The Howl, and it is time for another weekly edition of The Howl Hardwood History. Aaron, who is our focus on this week? Thanks for asking, Kevin. It's a gentleman by the name of Michael Adams, also known as Mighty Mike Adams. He is well known for developing the push shot in the NBA. Uh, For those that aren't familiar with Michael Adams, it's who we... You know, the Howl Hardwood History segment is simply about learning more about players that have a significant, you know, whether it's major or minor role in the history of the NBA. Michael Adams, Boston College alum, 1981 to 1985. He entered the NBA in 1985, was a third-round pick, 66th overall by the Sacramento Kings. Adams ends up playing 11 years in the league, when in fact 1990 was one of his best years. He averaged 27 points per game and 11 assists per game for the Denver Nuggets. One of the highlights of Michael Adams, Mighty Mike, his 1990 season was when he scored 31 points and 17 assists against the Boston Celtics. Uh, His first game in the NBA was with the Washington Bullets. He scores 23 points. 13 assists, 9 steals. I'd say that's a heck of a first game uh, to start your NBA career. Again, Mighty Mike Adams, developer of the push shot. He actually makes it to an all-star game, 1992, his one and only all-star game. And he he led the NBA in multiple seasons in three-point attempts and makes. So really, he was uh, the 80-90 version of Steph Curry, you could say. Uh, Adams' final season was with the Charlotte Hornets in the 1995-96 year where he averaged 15 minutes a game. He only played 21 minutes a game. One last game, though, was on his birthday in 1996 where he scored a season-high 14 points, dished out 12 assists versus the Miami Heat. So he comes into the league, you know, ablaze, and he he walks out uh, having the best game of his uh, final season. Uh, Michael Adams, Mighty Mike, tallies 9,621 points for his career, over 4,200 assists, and over 1,000 steals, 1.7 steals per game. That's a very strong average. He also became the assistant coach uh, in in the NBA for a few years and was even the head coach of the WNBA's uh, Mystics, Washington Mystics. 
So a fine career in the NBA for Michael Adams. And if you ha- are not familiar or you want to know more, go check him out. Mighty Mike, Michael Adams. All right. Aaron with another edition of the Howell Hardwood History. And it is time for yet another rousing rendition of Can Kevin Cousy. Now, Aaron, before we start, I just want to give you a quick little pregame interview here. How are you feeling after you blew it last week by giving me the answer? It was probably the worst moment in Can Kevin Cousy that <laughs> I have. Because obviously you guys know I don't like to lose. Aaron hates losing. And losing. Even though he should be man. used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't mind losing if it's a good competitive, but when it's like that where I hand you the win, uh, you know. But true vulture form, you came in and cut. That's why they call me the vulture? Right the I've ca- I've learned to embrace the nickname. Yeah. Uh, so a couple things. First off, this is officially the twentieth recorded edition of Can Kevin Cousy. All-time leaderboard stands at three wins for the guests. Aaron has seven, and I lead the way with nine. So I'm looking tonight to be the first two double digits. Solid. All right. So for those of you that don't know how to play, uh, Rob has a list of anywhere from one to 30 players. Uh, Five clues for each player, each one easier than the last. Aaron and I will buzz in using our names as our buzzers. Uh, if you are wrong, Aaron, or I am wrong, we are out for the remainder of that player. Or until the other one gets it wrong, then we can bop back in. Usually there's bonus points and themes and, and everything galore. Rob? Rob has eye glances. Bra- break it to us tonight. Are there themes and bonus points? So tonight's edition <clears throat> is Can Kevin Rebound? And the way it works is... Yes, I can. This is You, you pick a certain season... And these are all, this is like the top, this is the leaderboard for total rebounds in a given season. And at any point, you can guess what season it is. Okay. So it's one season in the history of the NBA, and you just say this season, so whatever the year would be, you know, with like 89, 90, that sort of thing. So it's clearly not 89, 90. It could be. You never know. Kevin, is it 89, 90? No, it is not. Okay. There we go. We'll get it out of the way now. And then after every after every clue, um, you can guess how many rebounds that player had during the, that season. If you're within a hundred, you get one point. If you somehow get it exact, you get five points. <laughs> I like this. All right. So let's start it off. He blames the Kardashian curse. Aaron. Aaron. Chris Humphreys. Incorrect. Right off the bat, Aaron. 20.9 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 5.9 assists per game as a rookie. KG inspired his pregame ritual. The King. Kevin. Kevin. LeBron James. LeBron James. Big man in the East. Has only played for one team. Is known for his free throw shooting. Sometimes he is pulled near the end of games because he can't hit free throws. The Pistons. Aaron. KD. Kevin. Kevin. Oh, sorry. Aaron. Aaron. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. For a minute there, I was thinking Ben Wallace. I didn't know. I was, looking, I was waiting for a Rob Hess eye glance. Never got it. What are you thinking for? for uh, I Paris? never got to guess for LeBron. Oh, guess for LeBron first. Um, ugh. 390? Incorrect. 581 for LeBron. So what are you guessing for Andre Drummond? 812. 
Incorrect. 1,061. Wow. Yeah. The guy's got one skill, and he does it well. Yeah. All right, number three. Seventh overall pick by the Lakers the year he was drafted. Seems to think he's a tough guy, even getting in Garnett's face once. On March 15th, 2017, he got a career-high 32 points in a 139-100 loss to Houston. Not John Randall. Kevin. Julius Randall. Julius Randall. Is this uh, 2013, 2014 season? Incorrect. Good guess. Um, Good guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that he had 713 rebounds. Nope. Incorrect. 590. That was close. So I'm going to pick the year. And the year is. I don't get to pick the year. No, you can pick the year. So, like, he said 13-14, and I said 13-14 season is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say 15-16. Incorrect. Okay. Next one. Number four. Seven-foot Montenegrin. Drafted by the 76ers in 2011 with the 16th pick out of USC. Currently averages 14 points and 10 rebounds on the season. He currently plays for the Magic. Aaron. Aaron. Nikola Vucevic. Yep. That's correct. And he had 742 rebounds. You do get a point. 726. I was close. And I'll guess the year. What year? 2014-2015. Incorrect. Is it 16-17? That is correct. How many points do I get? Three points. All right. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. (laughs) Current season. All right, number five. Kevin just blew up everybody's eardrums with his yay. (laughs) Sorry about that. Number five. He is a Marshawn. Kentucky for college. Power forward center. Four-time all-star. Two-time block champion. First overall pick by the Hornets. Aaron. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. What are you thinking for rebounds? 917. Incorrect, but you do get a point. It's within 100, so 863. Okay. All right. 5-5 five, five after 5. You're keeping track. Yes. Thank you. You gave him that bonus there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it was 5-3. Number so. 6. He recently showed support for the Oregon Ducks. He is not a fan of Kelly Olynyk. Aaron. Aaron. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. 1,018. 587. Oh. I remember he's been injured. <laughs> yeah, I forget. I yes, Yeah. Now that I know we're talking about this season, I think I can dial it in. Yeah, it, you can get a little more accurate when you kind of know yeah. where we're at. Number seven. His name means the old one in his native language. 21st overall pick taken by the Jazz. All-rookie second team in 2014 and NCAA champ in 2013. Louisville for college, Aaron. now with the Wolves. Aaron. Gorgie Jang. Gorgie Jang. And Gorgie's hat, let's see. I'm going to say he's got 652. You're within 100, so you get an extra point. 591. I'm just going to rack up these points here. Number eight. A group of your family members. Six foot 11 center. Kevin. Kevin. DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. 
Nice job, Kev. Let's see if you can get some bonus too. Eight sixteen. You get bonus as well. Seven sixty six is his total on the season. All right, number nine. Third overall pick, a shooting guard. Arizona State for college. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Five, four, three, two, one. Pass. Zero. Ah, I screwed up. Kevin, you ringed in too, didn't you? Yeah, We're I'm going to wait in. now, though, because he beat me to it. All right. So I don't have to ring in. That's 20, ridiculous. 29 what? points per game in his best season, 27 points per game in his best playoffs. Is he the MVP this season? Kevin. Kevin. James Harden. James Harden. I totally drew a blank on that. Like, So I was going to guess James Harden. And then for whatever reason... The I, shooting guard threw you off, didn't it? No, no, no. What threw me off was I I started thinking USC, and I was like, oh. he didn't play USC. Cause That'd I'm, be OJ I, Mayo. I know. Well, no, I was I saw the colors, and I, I watched... Uh, it was Arizona State, USC at the... At the, I think it was the Metrodome when the NCAA was here, and for whatever re- I was thinking of that game, and I uh, got all and it threw you off. All that happened uh, that fast. Do you see how my head works? James it's Harden sick. has seven eighty two. Nope, nope, and not within a hundred either. Six fifteen. Oh, I'll take my bonus point. Tied up again. Number ten. Recently, he missed a free throw so bad, even he was surprised. Highland. Texas A&M for college, a second-round pick. All-star this year for the Clippers. Aaron. Aaron. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Clue five was he is definitely the lesser of the Jordans. Yes, he is. And I'm going to say DeAndre has 910 rebounds this season. He just missed the 100. Uh, 1,049. I was thinking it would be up there with uh, Drummond. ah. Yeah, he's, he's a good rebounder. That's... That's one of his definitely main things he's good at. Uh, number 11, he is not Pekovic. Kevin. Kevin. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. See, you guys have your own weird lingo there. What? Okay. I feel like. <laughs> Nikola Pekovic, Nikola Jokic. That's actually pretty simple. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to put him at 936. Nope, and this is where you kind of put, this is where I go to back to the fact that I think he's really good, but a, a tad overrated at times. Six thirty three. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. Number twelve. His teammates help him to get statistics. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Which I think is false, by the way, because it's not that, that video. video that no, no, video, no, no, though, no, no, video no. proof. That video proof, though, is. <clears throat> That video is, I think they let him get the rebound because they want him, obviously, with the ball in his hand, initiating the offense. But they right away. they clear out and let him get the rebound. Like, yep, that's the yep. thing. If it's. In if case it you was, missed it, though, we do talk about this in the talkers. Yeah. I mean, this it, it's very obvious that yep. they, that they I, pad his no, stats. There's a reason why you both knew on the first one. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's your guess? It's you. You got the question right, Aaron. I'm going to say... Before you say it, though, I want to guess two on this if he gets it wrong. I won't take the point, but... 814. I'd say 1,064. What was yours again? 814? Yes. Yep, you were close. 796. Oh, okay. That was way high. All right, so 10... Nine, Aaron. 
So we got a close game at least. All right, next one. Yeah. Sorry, my thing. My thing moved. What's that? Oh. Do do do. Do tell. Do do do. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. The fun of the tablet. All right. Number one, he is a house pet. Kevin. Kevin. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Man, come on. Why didn't you? Why didn't you buzz in? Cat. I don't have your guys' secret language. Meow. Uh, cat has. 936. Very close. 905. Take my bonus point and the lead back. Thank you. That's a close one. Nice one. Number 14. Weezer wrote a song that could be about him if he was singing it. Three pro teams in his career, but only one NBA team. Fifth overall pick in 2011 by the Raptors. Seven-foot center from Lithuania. Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas. No, no Weezer Jonas. fans here. Yeah, my name is Jonas. Uh, 789. Pretty close. 713. Uh-oh. Starting to pull away. Starting to get left in the dust here. All right, next one. The experiment playing at him at point guard has paid off. Kevin. Kevin. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. What's your guess? 652. Wow, that's so close. 645. Oh! Almost got the five there. That would have been impressive. That would have been the dagger for Aaron. That might have been the dagger. Yeah, I would have just walked out of the room. (laughs) Reverse mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 16. College at Marshall in 09-2010. Second round pick in 2010. A center selected by the Kings. Known for his time with the Heat. This season, he was averaging 3.7 blocks per game. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. Five, four, oh my goodness. three, two, one, zero. I totally drew zero. a blank. Kevin. Aaron. Kevin. Oh, Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Uh, sometimes my brain is just a, a bad place to it just be. just turned off. Goodness gracious. Uh, 913. Within 100, 999. 17. His girlfriend is a curse. Kevin. Kevin. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Uh, eight twenty. <laughs> uh, no, not within a hundred. Seven oh two. But here's a here's a here's a chance for both of you. If either one of you can give me his official full name, you win the game. Tristan Thomas Thompson. Nope. You get one guess. Tristan Michelle Thompson. Nope. Tristan Trevor James Thompson. Huh. Okay. All right. 18. He is French and could be considered Kevin. a landmark on the court. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. And the that was the st- only clue. I didn't have any other clues. The Stifle Tower. Yep. Stifle as he Tower. Is known. He has... 872. Ooh, just within 100. 967. And I'm officially almost out of this one. What is the score now? Kevin's rattled off like yeah, what's 10 the score in a row. Uh, it's 20 to 10. Well, you still got a small, small chance. All right, 19. The Saints go marching in. Aaron. Aaron. Marcin Gortat. Yep, 
Marcin Gortat. Although I said it that way because that's how it's pronounced. Marcin Gortat. Oh. <clears throat> All right. What's he your guess? has 765. That's within 100. 812. It's not a bad guess. Good job, Aaron. Yay, Aaron. All right, number 20. He seems to be a cancer to every team he plays on. Kevin. Kevin. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Wow, that was impressive. You guys are so wired. It's so it's the most bizarre thing. <laughs> uh, Dwight has eight thirteen. It's within a hundred nine oh five. Next one, number twenty one. Not everyone gets a kick out of him. Kevin. Kevin. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. <laughs> Just because you guys have your own little like. Converse, oh my gosh. I thought that was pretty easy. Draymond no. has 919. Not even 575. Ish. That was a terrible guess, Kevin. You should lose for that. Yeah, don't think it works. You that. should lose for your performance in this whole thing. 22. Oh, wait, you are. Not Draymond. He currently has a shoulder injury and missed the last game. Undrafted in 2012 out of Alabama. Has played for two pro teams, the Spurs and Grizzlies. Aaron. Aaron. Jamichael Green. Jamichael Green. Yep. I was trying. I knew it was a green, but. Did you? Did you know? <laughs> You're still losing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guess? If you got a couple, like, correct exactly on, you could definitely come back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will say 675. Nope. 521. Yeah. All right, number 23, Duke for school, a 6'11 power forward center. Aaron. Aaron. Jalil Okafor. Incorrect. His brother is also a pro. He is not Miles. Kevin. Kevin. Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley. The next clue was he is worth the eight seed, a first-round pick, and Yusuf Nurkic, because that's basically what they end up having to give up. What's the guess? 640. It's within within 100. 562. 24. Kentucky for college. The second overall pick in 2012. Six foot seven, small forward, power forward. Played high school ball with Kyrie Irving. Won a gold medal in 2010 at the under 17 world championships. Currently plays with the Hornets. MKG. Kevin. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yep. And here's another chance. If one of you can guess his real full official name, you win the game. No clue. Michael Jordan Kidd Gilchrist. Nope. Michael Anthony Edward Kidd Gilchrist. He was the second overall pick? Yeah. I thought he was the third, and that's why I didn't guess him for whatever. And I only knew once you said Did I, I haven't guessed his rebound total yet, have I? You have not. It's probably well over 1,000, Kevin. 613. Very close, 536. Very close. He was like 80 off. Aaron, I've doubled you up. Still within a, still within 100. I've doubled you up. You should 25. be embarrassed. 19th overall pick by the Blazers in 2001, a 6'9 power forward. Has played for four NBA teams, including the Blazers, Knicks, Clippers, and Grizzlies. Aaron. Aaron. Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. Four... 41. 558. Oh, I wish I had Ben's soundboard and I could 
play like the sound of like my head. You crying? Wah, wah. That'd be perfect. Twenty six. He does not specialize in chicken, and he is not a character on Friends. Kevin. Kevin. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Five fifteen. Five fifteen. Uh, wow, really close. Five thirty nine. Super job, Kevin. 27. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Drafted 23rd overall by the Wolves in 2010 out of Clemson. Currently power forward for the Nets, but previously played with the Wizards and Aaron. Jazz. Aaron. Trevor Booker. Trevor Booker. You know, I didn't realize he's Devin's brother. I didn't even, I didn't even acknowledge that. I thought that was kind of cool. I always wish they never got rid of him. I actually knew somebody that went to Clemson, and they were you know, giving me some inside tips on him. And you know now he's a very solid guy. You'd Decent love to player. have you'd love to have him on this roster right now, wouldn't I'd you? Take him off the bench, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Uh, I will say he's got uh, six forty. It's within a hundred five fifty four. Okay. Next one. He looks like Genghis Khan. Aaron. Aaron. Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Oh, his middle name, by the way, is Funaki. Oh, that's a that's got to be a WWE shout out. It's Funaki weird. was a famous wrestler. What's the uh, what's the guess? Six thirteen. Pretty close. Five fifty six. All right, next one. He is a good defensive center, so smack fits. Seventh overall pick in twenty eleven by the Kings. His career highs are 5.5 points per game and 8 rebounds per game, both with Toronto. Currently plays for the Magic, a 6.9 center. Bismack Biombo. Yep, Bismack Biombo. 6.38. That's within 100, 5.41. You getting nervous yet, Kevin? I doubt that. <laughs> 33 to 21. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right. Six foot 11 center power forward, college at Texas, drafted 11th overall in 2015. Kevin. Kevin. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Wow, impressive. Nice pick. He was, a, he was one of the best picks in that first round, man. I tell Solid. you what. I mean, for where that is in the draft to get a, a stud like him. What's your guess? 512. Wow, really close. 543. Man, oh, man. And there was a bonus question. What's 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 he? Uh, how much is he down? Uh, Aaron is l- currently losing uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty. Sorry, thirty to twenty-one. Should we make this worth ten points? Is this the last question of the game? Yep, it's a bonus question. Make it worth nine, and then have an have an overtime question if he does get it. Sure, sure. You each get. We'll say this. You each get. Two guesses. It's it's not the easiest thing ever. Okay. You just get two guesses. So this will be for the tie for you, Aaron. I already this know the is... answer, so this is cool. Okay. What's the answer? Well, you got to say the question first. But you people... already know the answer. Yeah, but the people listening need to know the question. Tell them what the answer is. I'm you're right. <laughs> I'm going to wait <laughs> and tell right. you. Aaron has no idea. Well, you might as well go first then, Kevin, yeah. since he already knows. Who does Steven Zimmerman play for? Aaron knows this. Well, okay. Well, then guess. Orlando Magic. It is the Orlando Magic. Oh, get some! 
All right. Cool. We're tied. <laughs> All right. Rob's like, how did he know that? We'll go with a... Uh, oh, when you've got your little language that you two I know. have. Well, he, did you see him stare at me? He gave me that googly eye that he does that, you know, when his left one kind of goes off to it. Look, it's like he's trying to look at one ear, and then he, with the other eyes, he's trying to look at the floor or something. It's it's really weird. All Thanks, right, Rob. So we, we, need the, uh, we need a good bonus question here. What is it? Do you know? I know the answer. I did. I told you. Did I not? Yeah, but you should have answered it. If you would have answered it before the question, I would have given you the game. Oh, would you? Yeah. Well, if you somehow got the answer correct before he read the question. All right, here's the, here's the bonus question. Currently on DraftExpress.com, in their mock, who are the Kevin. Wolves taking? Kevin. Oh, I saw this on Twitter today. Five, four, Mon- no. three, Laurie Markinen. That's correct, Laurie Markinen. Let's go! <laughs> And he pulls it off. He still gets the win. That was good, though. That was no good. digits, Aaron. That's 10. 10. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Kevin's known for being a good winner, apparently. I'm a great winner. <laughs> right? I hate losing just as much as Aaron does. Uh, Aaron, good comeback. Well, I didn't even get a chance to answer. That, that was kind of a bummer. I mean, you had the chance. I know. You could have rang in. <laughs> I, I, For whatever reason, my end-of-game strategies really fall apart because... Well, your I, end game in this one was to not say any words. No, 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 <laughs> so no, no. It didn't really pay <laughs> off. It, what happens is it's like, it's like as soon as you talk, it's like you just got to be like, say your name, and then, then the kind of stop and That's think about it. Well, Aaron almost threw me off, too, because I think it was you that shared that tweet with me today that said, like, the Wolves, like, you tried it a few times, and the Wolves got third and got Lonzo Ball. No, that wasn't Ugh. me. That wasn't you. That, that was, was somebody. Somebody shared that with me today. I hope that doesn't happen. That's like the Chris Dunn pick all over. Again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, until next week, practice is over, and let me get a haul.